On today's episode of Gathering the Kings. There's more more important things in life than than money alone. Yeah. And uh and if you work hard and, and you and and you are fair to yourself and others, money will come. Money will come. So um I realized that uh the best value I could provide to my, my family, my wife and my kids is is time. You are listening to Gathering the Kings with Chaz Wolf, featuring fellow seven, eight, and even nine-figure business owners who have real battle scars from business and life, but have prevailed as the king that they are designed to be. We welcome high-performing entrepreneurs to the stage in order to reveal the real of the real on what it takes to build a successful business today. We dissect the good and bad decisions they've made along the way that give a true and accurate picture of the journey of success and how you too can get there. Through this dialogue, you will learn the value of growing your network and surrounding yourself with power players and kings like today's guest. Grab your pen and notebook because we're about to dive in. What's up, everybody? Chaz Wolf. Today's show has Al Faranda. He's a commercial real estate guy turned residential, but really his story about three things mostly, faith, family, and blessing. And he describes how um, not only in the journey of getting to seven and multiple seven figures, uh, but now even at that level, how those things play into building a team and and protecting your family along the way. So such a great show. Cannot wait for you guys to hear. Get ready to jump in. Here it comes at you. All right, everybody. Chaz Wolf, Gathering the Kings. Al Ronda, what's up, dude? Welcome to the King stage. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm good, man. I appreciate you being here. I, I was just saying right before we got cut off there, um, you know, that I love working with construction guys because you've got your mobile office there. You're in the truck today, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Mobile, I am. mobile podcast. The mobile man, office right? and, <laughs> yeah, the mobile podcast, the, uh, the mobile sleep pod when needed. I don't know, whatever, whatever is required. That's right. That's right. Well, that, that's kind of a little nugget in itself, right? You got to do whatever it takes. Yes, sir. That's right. Well, good. Well, um, tell the tell the listeners what kind of business you have. Obviously, you're in construction, but tell us tell us what kind of business you have. So, I have a construction company that I started from 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 nothing really. It's um, I do I have the construction company, and now I have I'm pivoting into into real estate investment and and utilizing my construction company as a vehicle for it. Yeah. So it's uh, I'm in the middle of that process right now. Very good. And so, and I was looking at some of your stuff, you know, as far as like construction projects, you guys, you guys will do everything from a new home all the way down to a major remodel kitchen floor, like the whole deal. You guys do everything, right? Yes, sir. And uh, main focus uh, has been uh, commercial and industrial uh, construction. Yeah. And um, the last couple of years, we're starting, we started to shift into residential also. Yeah. It's funny on our, on our, call uh, off air we talked about that a little bit how you've been so used to the commercial size projects and economies <laughs> of scale and machinery even and um, it's all different in the residential yes. world right extremely different for me yes <laughs> a thousand part a thousand moving parts in a, in a tiny space where um, I have a uh, typically a huge space with less less parts to move that's right. That's right. Well, and, and what we're talking about is pivoting, right? And so as an entrepreneur, you've yes. had to pivot due to the the uh, the market, 
and uh, and even more so uh, now even in the real estate uh, on the investing side. So I'm excited to chat with you about that. So I know you got a big team and and you've been doing this for a while and and you're used to some big numbers like you talked about. But at this stage in the game, my first question is always the same. What motivates you or what keeps you driven at this point? You have obviously reached the elusive, you know, million plus several times over, but what keeps you pushing at this moment in the game? Two things, my family and my faith. Ooh, I love both of those. I feel that, um, I feel like that I, I, it is a duty to my family and it's also a duty, um, to God in my, in, in, in my faith is because I feel that we have a call to be um, ethical entrepreneurs. Yeah. That would be my shortest answer to that. I love it. Well, I don't, I, we don't need a short answer, uh, Al. We need the real one. And I'm, living, I'm, I'm loving what you're okay. giving so far. The, the family side of it, um, tell, me, tell me just a little bit about that. Both of those answers resonate with me personally and I'm sure resonate with, with uh, a lot of our listeners. And so... Why do you feel like at this stage, like, okay, so I think a lot of people may even say that you've already done your duty to your family. You've already provided, you've got the money, you've got the business, right? They probably live in a, you know, pretty nice place. They probably go to a pretty nice school. You obviously drive a pretty nice truck for all intents and purposes. You've made it, but why is it still your obligation or your duty to your family? Actually, uh, Things start shifting uh, down the road. Uh, in the beginning, it's all about that, providing uh, financial security to your family and everything. But down the road, you start realizing that um, uh, that there's more that more important things in life than than money alone. Yeah. And uh, and if you work hard and and you and and you are fair to yourself and others, money will come. Money will come. So um, I realized that uh, the best value I could. To provide to my my family, my wife and my kids is is time. Yeah. So for that, um, that gives me a t- another an overdrive to to actually get to get the motivation I need to say, well, I, it's worth it. I it's worth it because I I have all, all the blessings that that well more a lot more blessings than I ever thought I could. Sure. And um, but now and I also do have the freedom, you know, the freedom to to spend more time with my family and and my kids. Yeah. And travel and and, and do uh, do a lot of things with them, and it feels like uh, th- uh, that's where I put my my the value the most for yeah. my family is the time we spend together. Yeah. And in order for me to be able to continue that, I have to make sure that um, that the financial part is it's uh, it's working. It's it's a, it's a uh, well oiled machine that keeps on running when I'm not there. Hundred percent. I love that answer. There's so many good nuggets in the midst of what you just said. It's really, I position this piece, you know, as we talk about people transitioning from the warrior stage, for lack of better purposes, the the, the six-figure six stage of the business, and then the king stage, kind of seven figures and beyond. But that's really what you're talking about is at some point, influence, or in this case, time with your family becomes the, the motivating factor. And so for the guy that's listening right now, who he's chasing his tail, right? You remember, right? You remember before the machine was well-oiled. Um, and he's chasing his tail and he's like, oh yeah, Al's talking about spending time with his family and such. It's like, must be nice. But what would you tell that guy? Because you and I both were there at one point and chasing our tail and, and thinking that, you know, spending time with our family was just like the elusive light at the end of the tunnel. What would you say to that guy now looking back when this is such an important piece for you now? In best time in, in uh, training the uh, people around you, 
hiring the uh, hiring key uh, uh, people to handle the parts that you like uh, that you typically handle on your own. Yeah, and start facing it out. You know, uh, in a way that uh, that uh, you you are hiring people that are that are firing you. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's a, that's a unique conundrum that we could probably spend a whole podcast on just in itself about hiring people that fire you. I love the way that you said that because I have team members that literally will tell me, "Chaz, st- stop! Like you go over there, you do you." And and this is my area now, and, and it's just so awesome when you hire those key individuals like you're talking about, and they boot you out. They say, "No, no more. You get out of here." Um, and that's a really cool feeling. So that's cool. Now let's flip over real quick here. Let's get over to the faith part because that's a huge piece of it, obviously, as well, like you said. And so at this stage of the game, being an ethical entrepreneur is what you said. Give us some more there. Like what why is that so motivating or such a driving factor for you now? Uh, um, if we go a little bit uh, to to somewhat the beginning of, of the whole thing is that I was uh, born and raised atheist. And I and I was uneducated atheist at, at least sure. you know it's uh, someone that I, that, that understood uh, the, the points of, of that and it's not the typical person that says they're atheist but they still talk um, bad up, um, against something that they don't believe exists so it kind sure. of doesn't make sense their own their own thought, way of thought doesn't, doesn't make sense yeah so um, I went through um, a lot of uh, a lot of issues in my life and um, in Little by little, they started pushing me into into uh, into looking at well, what if um, what if it does exist. Mm. So I I did come to a couple of times in my life at a couple of points in my life that is I did reach out to him and said, well, if you do exist, <laughs> you know, let me know. Yeah, I need to know. For let sure. let your boy know. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's it's not it's not an easy uh, decision to make, and uh, you know, yeah. and. So, Someone has been brought up to to all this logical thinking and sure. you know and, uh, and if I don't see it I don't believe it and things like that. Yeah. It was it was so hard for me to to actually make that that jump. But I'm also a very um, uh, mathematical type of guy, so it's all yeah. everything runs by numbers. Yeah. And my own numbers made sense at the time when I started running my own numbers as far as what do I lose, what do I gain, what possibilities. It's um, I if I if I pull the plug on 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 going in this direction, then I'm, that means I have to stop doing the things that I enjoy because I know that that would not go hand in hand with with uh, a new belief. Sure. What do I lose on that, and what do I gain? So it's like okay, I I, I lose the, the the fun, the so called fun, yeah. but uh, but I gain the the peace of not having to worrying uh, to be worried about uh, about what happens, what comes with that fun. Yeah. You know. The yeah. consequences of, of of having that uh, liberal fund that I was having. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, uh, I finally made the decision to uh, to uh, to go for it. I realized that I had nothing to lose. Yeah. I realized that if I, uh, that if when when I die, which is yet to come, when that happens, is when when the truth will will be there for me. Yeah. And at this point, I realized that um, even if God didn't exist, I still didn't lose a thing, and I actually gained a lot. And that's the worst thing that can happen is that God doesn't exist. Yeah. But if he does, you know, and you and, and you know and you know you have a chance to uh to to make a change in your life and yeah. you don't do it, now you're screwed. Because now you have there's back. no way back. No way. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> that's that's what my uh what I base my decision on. And I still have a lot of friends that are that are uh either from from other uh 
beliefs or, sure. or theories, and, and we have great conversations because it's, uh, you know, I I made the choice. Nobody made the choice for me. Yeah. I chose I chose to believe and I chose to get baptized. But one funny, not not so funny um, aspect uh, uh, came to be that um, one of the persons that I started talking about faith warned me that I may lose everything that I thought I had. Uh, I, I said, so I said, what are you talking about? If you accept Jesus in your life, you may lose everything you think you have. And I'm like, then why would I want your Jesus? Yeah. You know, if I'm, if, if you're telling me that if I accept, I, if I accept your guy, I may be losing. What's the point? You know? Right. He said, well, it's not, it's not like that. You know, it's, it's that, uh, you, you pretty much spend spending your life working for the other side and that other side is not really going to let you go that easy. So right. it's just, just giving you a, li- a, a little bit of a warning. Yeah, you know, uh, a year later, uh, well, actually, well, I got I got baptized in in um, uh, 2005, in the beginning of 2005. By the uh, by, the end of 2005, I was I was homeless. Wow! Everything that the guy predicted would happen happened. Yes. Okay. All uh, all the bad things that I could have that, that could have gone wrong went wrong for me. Wrong. Wow! And I ended up being homeless. So uh, December 2005, I'm homeless, and 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 then I realized what was going on, and then I realized that uh, you know I'm, I'm kneeling at church and, and having a conversation with God, and he said, "Well, I think I get it." I realized that at that point I had nothing else to lose, right? And he needed me to be at that position so that I could actually be be open to a new life. Yeah. And that's how it happened. At that moment, I said, "Well, I'm all yours. Do whatever you want with me, and let's go. Let's go to work together. Let's make it yeah. happen. I don't care what's going to happen. I mean, what else going to happen? You know, I already, I already lost everything. What's the point now? You know? Yeah, yeah. So I started going in that direction. And um, one thing that I would like to share for for your listeners will be that um, uh, for you to make a, a, a decision on anything in your life, it takes it takes belief. You have to have faith, meaning you have to believe that what you don't see could happen. So, yeah. in my case, I did that part. Okay, so I prepared for the worst, right? And I, and I was okay with it, right? But here's one thing that I like to share with uh, with everybody: will be also prepare for the best, which yeah. I didn't. Uh, okay, I was I was okay with losing, but I but I didn't prepare myself for winning. Interesting. And when the and when when the winning started happening, I was not ready for it. My company, uh, my company, I grew every single dream I could think of. Wow. And I grew, I, and I and I went way above and beyond. I mean, uh, like I, like you said, if you, uh, in the beginning, if I was to make a hundred thousand dollars, that would have been amazing for me. Yeah. I would not need anything else. You right. know. Yeah. But then, but then months later, started start rocking and 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 going. Way above that, yeah. And then within a couple of years, uh, within a couple of years, already hitting uh, over a million dollars, and it's, and I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And that's what the, the one thing that I would really love uh, to share with the world is, just like we are, we are willing, so willing to uh, to put ourselves down and to and to and to believe that uh, the bad crap can happen. We also need to be ready and believe that good things can happen, and we should be ready for it. Yeah, I love okay? that. And that's the one thing That's the one thing that happened to me. I was not. I was not prepared for it, and it caught me off guard, and, and all, all kinds of bad so, things happened. So being caught off guard by the winning, did you feel like like the, like some of the wave, uh, let's just say, of the winning, that maybe you missed some of the wave because you weren't prepared? Could it have been better if oh, you had been ready? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, to me, it's like, I, I feel that... Um, 
it's just part of God's plan ultimately because this is the whole point of giving your, your, your whole self to him right is that he allows you to go through all that crap so that you can actually get get uh, get to see the road a little bit more clear yeah okay yeah, and, it's about um, perception exactly and in my case uh, yeah on the human side i would say yes i could be i could be making uh, you know a lot more if i was ready for it sure. because i wasn't that, that means that uh, i was carrying all the hats Okay. Right. And right. I was everything. I was I, I was everyone. I was the main guy. I was I was the big shot. But but I was also the worker. I was also the delivery guy. I was I was the, I was the accountant. I was everything. Like yep. like everyone was uh, has done it. Okay. Yeah. The point is that it, uh, I'm growing and growing and growing, and the contracts start getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I and I don't educate myself on what's next. Mm. You know. Looking for, for uh, look, looking to to set yourself uh, with a team of prof- professionals that can help you, yeah. whether whether it's an uh, attorneys and CPAs and things like that. I, I I didn't even know that. Right. Okay. I didn't even pay attention to that. And and by the time I start realizing it, it's because I'm getting hit with with some really really hard hitting uh, surprises that come with money. Yeah. When when money comes, a lot of people are also after your money too. <laughs> Yeah, you've given us a lot to chew on so far. I want to do a quick recap here before we <laughs> before we move back to maybe a little bit more of your history. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's so good. I love I love doing the recap. So for the listener right now, you got your pen and your paper out. Really, what Al's talking about is a couple of different things. Number one, he talked about his family and faith being the foundation of of really everything, but specifically for the push. And and I would I would second those things, saying that when you're in the grind, when you're in the warrior stage. You can say that it's for your family, but but you know as well as I know that you're out there grinding because you're in survival mode. You're in, you're just trying to put something together for something in the future. And yes, your faith and your family are attached to that. But eventually, at some point, like Al said, it's now becoming how do I how do I give back to my family, my time, my efforts, my resources, all that fun stuff, and even your community, your church. The, the group that you're a part of, you know, your local city, all that fun stuff. And that's really as you start to step into the king stage of the business. But but all of that he just wrapped up in there was hiring, surrounding yourself with better people, um, knowing that you're not the guy. Like you might feel like you're the guy, but look, there's other people who are as qualified, if not more qualified than you. And you need to go find them because they, they want to be on your team. And so, man, he just gave us so much good stuff in that short little bit. But take us back, Al. Take us back to how business started for you. Where did entrepreneurship start for you? Like, was it how you got, how you were raised? What did you just start, you know, contracting because you had to? Like, give us, give us the juice of the beginning. So I did, uh, I actually did construction for my own, for my family in California. They, um, um, uh, we have successful businesses in California, like the chain restaurants and, and construction and, Real estate investment and all that. Yes, we do. But I, did not, I, I, to date, I don't get a penny of anything. We, we all earn it. Sure. Okay, so, um, when so I did, that, started, did that change you know, your mindset growing up in the environment of success? Or do you feel like that gave you a leg up of just like, un, like that you wanted to go into business for yourself right away or give us some, some detail there? I think I, I had I had it um, I had both blessings. I was able to grow, to grow in in abundance, but I also was able to be in 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 really bad low positions that I, that I actually got myself in just because of being stubborn, just because I uh, because I wanted to do things my way. 
Sure. So it's like I walked out. Of, uh, I walked out in the world on my own, and I and uh, just because I wanted to uh, prove to everybody that I didn't need anyone, which yeah. is you know somewhat okay. But um, I, I I think I, I think that uh, through uh, through it all, I realized that hey, um, being uh, I think that every, everybody that's listening uh, to, uh, to this podcast are people that are also. Uh, not content with just being an employee, so right. I think that that automatically will, will, will actually be something that uh, that that would be for them. And the ones that are that are that are still working for someone, which is obviously there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, they're considering uh, going on their own. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, you have to. You. you uh, I, I highly encourage people going uh, going on their own. But the most important part to me, I feel like it's doing the same thing that the guy did for me uh, years ago when he said, "You may, you may lose everything you think you have." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're aware of that, then 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 go for it because then now you're ready. You gotta be ready for losing everything you think you have. Yeah. And then, once again, the next part that he didn't say was also be ready to gain way more than you think you could ever gain. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. It makes me actually think of when I bought my first franchise, I'd been looking for businesses to buy probably 18 months, maybe even close to two years. I had a close buddy of mine. Um, I was looking at buying my first Edible Arrangements franchise. And obviously, Edible Arrangements is fruit baskets and gifts and you know treats and stuff. And he goes, what happens, like, what happens if people stop buying fruit or you know, basically your product? And I'm like, well, I guess I'd go back and get a job and pay it off and I'd probably do it again afterwards, you know, <laughs> you know, like I, 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 what you're saying is that you got to be willing to lose it all, which I a hundred percent agree with, but I love how you caveat that with, but, but the, but the, if you really put some things in place, really put some process and people in place, the light at the end of the tunnel is much brighter than, than anyone could ever describe to you. Or if, if they do describe it to you, it feels like it's so too good to be true. Right. But you're yes. saying it's not too good to be true. It's really there. But it takes certain things to get there. So it's a perfect transition to my show, Al. You set me up, bro. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Let's talk about some good and bad decisions along the way that you've made that these guys and gals can can write down and and put in their own business. And so I love I love this part because I'm so big on decisions. Like decision making is everything, right? And you've you've uh, already you've already said that you're calculated and you're mathematical and your logic. So I already know that we align on so many different things, but. Tell me about a bad decision that you made along the way that just sticks out as like, oh, the listener shouldn't do this. Okay, I think um, I think one of the first uh, things that I uh, would share is um, emotions. Okay? okay, don't make business decisions based on emotions. Okay, because it's 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 one thing that I that one of the biggest things I've learned is that is that is that. Um, I'll give an example. Most of the time, that I, uh, most of the time, I uh, I thank God I do have a good heart and I do try to uh, and I do want to do the best. Yeah, but I uh, but I, I didn't realize until until years later that I was always so uh, so good at looking to do, to give the best for someone else, but I was not willing to do it for myself. Yeah, hundred percent. So I would be perfectly fine with with uh, with doing a job for someone and and even losing money as long as I did the best for them. Right, but I, but I was not I was not okay with, you know, doing a great job and making a great amount of money for me too. Yeah, it's like I wasn't I, I was not uh, uh, so in tune with that. Okay? Yeah, no self value really. Be, I wanted to be fair to others, but I didn't realize that 
in order for me to be fair to others, I had to be fair to myself first. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and the point is that, uh, through it all, um, getting emotional about anything that we do in business, um, but at least in my case is, is what's gotten me into, uh, into the most trouble. One of the things I would tell you is, is that, uh, one of the emotions is to make it, uh, to make a clearer point of, of what I mean is that, um, uh, when you're hungry. Yeah. Okay. You're hungry. Uh, work is, uh, work is kind of low and, and, and you just need to keep on going. Okay. You, you don't realize it, but you will need to take anything that's thrown at you. Yeah. And even though you know that the numbers don't, may not work. Yeah. Somehow you make up in your, in your mind that, uh, some magical thing is going to happen and, and that you will make it work. Okay. Yeah. And then you get, and then you get, uh, uh, end up getting the, uh, the work anyway, obviously, because you, you're screwing yourself along the way. Yeah. Uh, it's not the people, uh, obviously, there's a lot of people out there trying to screw you, but it, in my case, that's not really all, all that it's about. It's about myself screwing myself. Yeah. It's that, um, uh, you're hungry, you're willing to take on anything, and, and sometimes you yourself, you just sell yourself short just because you're wanting so desperately to keep going. Yep. And then realize that in, in, in my case, especially is that when you're, when you're remodeling a bathroom or a kitchen or something like that, you know, you're, uh, you're in for a few thousand dollars. Okay. That you could be losing. Okay. But when, when we're talking about uh, a commercial building, that's a few hundred thousand dollars. Right. And you're, and you're making that type of mistakes, then your, uh, your risks of losing are in the hundreds of thousand dollars too. Yeah. Yeah, much larger. Okay. More zeros. It's, 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 it, yes. So that's what, that's what's happened to me. And that's, it, it's, um, I got, uh, uh, I, I got emotional and the emotions took the best of me yeah. and made, uh, I made decisions that I knew were not the right thing to do. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but I was just hoping for the magical thing that would, that would make it happen and it didn't. Yep. And made my situation worse because now, yes, we've been working. No, we're not making money. And now I actually, now I'm actually not only working for free, but I'm actually uh, paying to work, not yeah. in debt to be yeah. able to just continue to work. So many things here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bullet point them. So um, number one, if your pipeline is empty, you will sacrifice yourself, your guys, your value in order to quote unquote stay busy or look busy or at least think that you're making money, but. The, the real solution there is to keep your pipeline full. And so obviously having years of business and sales, you and I both can recognize that stage number one is you got to fill the pipeline. <laughs> you, need, you need job after job after job after job after job. And you need so many jobs. Not that you can't you know, solve them or, or, or provide a good product, but you need, you need enough in the pipeline to where you can pick and choose. And you can pick your clients that you want to work for. You don't have to work for everybody. Because some clients aren't ones that you want to work with and some ones that are going to pay more because they value your expertise and your value. That comes from you valuing yourself, like you're saying. And then obviously, the, the, the mistakes down the road, then that stem from that, that hunger, that, that um, because I'm in survival mode, I'm making bad choices. I'm, I'm taking on clients that I shouldn't. I'm doing jobs. I'm basically just, I'm paying them to get the job done just to keep my guys happy. That doesn't work. That does not work. You're shooting yourself in the foot long term. So the solution there for you, like you're saying, is is have a have a have a self worth. Number one, N- understand your value and your expertise. Charge accordingly, 
keep the pipeline full. Did I miss anything from that? Not one bit. <laughs> We're speaking the same language. Okay, let's hop over to the good decision. <laughs> what what decision have you made uh, along the way to seven figures that was just you know catastrophic uh, in a good way? Like catapult is probably the, the right word to say. Well, you know, I I want to to you know think of um, a better answer than than what I already have in my mind, but I really can't come up with a better answer. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's the right um, one. In my in my in my case, it's, it's I I don't credit it to anything other than uh, than trusting and having faith fully. Because what happens what happens with that is that uh, when you have um, when you have that much faith, it's, it's like um, um, if I want to put it in a different perspective, is is I feel like if I was a little a little Chihuahua dog that's barking at bigger dogs. But that's because I ha- I have a big Rottweiler behind me, right? Right, and that's kind of kind of how I've done it. It's, it's like I, I've never felt myself. I never felt like I, like I like I was a little guy with, yeah. uh, on anything that I'm that I'm doing business. I never uh, felt that way because uh, I'm capable of it, and I, and and the reason why I'm capable is because uh, once again I have the big Rottweiler behind me that can, that can that, that gets me out of anything that I get myself into. Yeah. So full full blown trust in, in God and, and having enough faith that no matter what you do, you you will make it. It's it's what really uh, pushed me to be able to make that to uh, to go for the for the bigger uh, jobs. Okay? Yeah. Or the bigger projects for the for the bigger things. I didn't uh I, I mean even along the way people would tell would tell me, no, you should you should just focus on, on some part of the construction because it's it's a safer way and it's are you really right. gonna stay PC? And I'm like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. I can build the whole thing, and I'm going to build the whole thing. Yeah. You know, and I want to be, and 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 saying, you know, I want to build this much, uh, this size of a building, these many floors of a building. I want to get to that point, and and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. And once once um once you have that mindset, and once again, in, in my case, it starts with faith. Okay. Yeah. But once you have that mindset, then all you do. Is during, uh, you you start walking towards it, so you start looking for how do I uh, how do I get to where I'm going? It's not right. like it's not like I, uh, will I get there? I know I'm gonna get there. It's just how how fast can I get to where I'm already going? Yeah. And um and along the way, it's talking to to in, any anyone uh about what you're doing. Yeah. And people and things uh things. This is where faith comes in place for me. Anyway, is. God starts lining lining the, uh, the road with the right people, or yep. there's also bad people along the way that you can you have to you know you know put aside or learn learn to deal with. But sure. um, but faith to me was is is the most important part of, of uh, for that because I can't I, uh, if if I'm going to take credit for something is that yeah the credit that I give myself for is that I believed yeah and I still believe till today and and to make matters even better is that. He has proven he has proven that to me, all day over day over day. He, yeah. he proves it to me that 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 I made the right choice. Yeah. When you have that, when when I have that mindset, is when I can go for for big things, and and they happen. And I make mistakes along the way, but yet I still, I still things still happen. Yeah. And going back to where where I said on the beginning, you need to be ready to, to lose. That the third, the second thing I said, you you need also need to be ready to uh, to win, right? 
Yeah. But then the, the third one that I, that I was supposed to add to that was you also need to be ready to lose again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so true. You also need to be ready to lose again. Yeah. Um, but the beauty of it is that once you win, you know how you can lose as many times as you want to. You know how to get back at it. Yeah. So you don't, you don't see it. You, you start looking at, uh, uh, the, at the story, at the stories that said, oh, that, that, uh, that would be nice, but I'm sure that guy had it made from, he had the right friends or the right family or something. Right. When, when you do it, when you do it the first time, it's like, it's a no brainer. Ding, ding. I, I know. Mean, you, know go go through, you go through some pain. Yeah. yeah. You go through some pain when, when you lose. Yeah. You go through the pain. I, that's no question about that. But yeah. once you go through that pain is, you know, for fact, uh, the, uh they're going back right back at it. Yeah, and it really doesn't take that long, actually. You know, it's interesting too that you say that because obviously that that's a that's a pretty well known thing. A lot of successful people talk about you know once I know how to do it, then what does it matter? Like, yeah, I, I, I lost it. I went bankrupt. Even like, how many billionaires have gone bankrupt and then and then they're right back to the B status? You know, so the the reality there is that you're right. Is that once you have first off, you have an understanding that this is a journey. <laughs> it's not just like I, I I went to the bottom and then I came to the top and then and then that was it. Like no, like this is a journey and mm-hmm. then along the way it goes up and down and we we traverse many mountains and sometimes you got to go back down in order to learn some things in order to then scale a higher mountain onto the next challenge or whatever it is. And I think that, you know, guys like you and I can can say now that we've been up and down several times that it's not just the the emotional piece of being up and down. It's not just that the fact that I won or that I lost. It's more of the fact that this is my journey, and there are things along the way that I've learned, I've probably missed that I should have learned, and that's why I had to come back down because I missed it the first time, or I just couldn't learn it at that time. But now I need it in order to hit the next mountaintop. And so I love that perspective of being able to kind of have the reality that winning and losing is both part of the journey and. I just wanted to always like get to the failures. Like if if failures are my dues, I've said this for many years. I just wanted to pay them. Like let me, let me just pay them. You know, like that's it. Let's just get that's to it. them. You know, like I don't I don't want to be afraid yep. of them. Like let's just go for them. You know, let's get let's get it over with. Yes, let's get it yeah. over with. It's, you know, I at one point I uh, I I practiced um, uh, martial arts uh, since I was a kid, and then I got got into um, into boxing. Nice. And, uh, and it's, and once you're in the ring, you know, you're going to get hit, you know, it's like, let's get it over with you. I'm going to get hit anyway. So that, I'm, uh, so, uh, my trainer used to tell me, Hey, why, why is it that when I'm training you, you act one way, but when you're in the ring, you act t- totally different. And, yeah. and, I, and I told him it's because when I'm in the ring, I'm afraid. Yeah. When I'm training with you, I know it's training. Yeah. You know, you, you may hit me. So, so, so to teach me a point. But you're not gonna kick me too hard. When I'm in the ring, the other guy's out is out to get me. Yeah. And and I get so afraid that I'm willing to take as many punches as it takes so that I can get to him and knock him down. Yeah. Yeah. And now now that you mentioned now what you just did, um brought my memories to that and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. What we're doing in business is exactly as being in the ring. Totally. Okay, there's an opponent there and you need to knock him down. So he's he is going to hit you a few times. Let it be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, for, like for, what, for, what are you supposed to do? Out. Walk away out of the fight without getting hit? Not going to happen. It's not <laughs> no. going to happen. Um, and and so usually, <laughs> if you if you study the art of boxing or the the uh, the 
any martial art or or any winning any champion really like who stands on a championship pedestal with a with a medal or a trophy mm. that doesn't have a black eye or isn't sweaty or isn't you know sore you know um i think of kobe bryant you know in that angle of like just him shooting free throws with a with a torn achilles heel i think is what it was or just the all the times that all these greats push themselves and so all of that is huge i love it and so let's um Let's transition to the to the speed round. We've gotten some really, really good conversation going on here. Um, I'm going to bring it to a little bit more of a practical stage for you. I'm going to think just kind of business and, and uh, short answers here. We'll go speed round fast. So the first question is this, Al. In your business or businesses now, if you could only track one metric forever and ever, you could only have one thing on a spreadsheet, what would it be? <laughs> Profit and loss. Profit and loss. You got you got to track the money. <laughs> track Does that go back money. just to, to your days of value of uh, making sure that you got to make money, right? Like you got to be profitable. It's a, it's a job costing in in construction. Uh, it's something that uh, um, I didn't do. I never did, and I and I thought it was okay and, uh, uh, because at the end I would make money. Okay, yeah. but uh, in order to grow, you need to know wh- uh, uh, if you're making money uh, where and how much. What 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 you're doing is giving you the most, so you can focus more energy into it. Yeah, and uh, and what's making you lose money and real uh, and find out if if you need to find someone better than you to uh, to cover that part that you're not that good at. Yep. Or um, or don't do it at all. Or get rid of it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> get, get rid, rid of, of it. it. But to your point, lean in on the things that you're making money on. Get rid of the things, or or hire out the things that you're not. Um, you got to make money. Got to be valuable. Okay, Al, what kind of book or what book would you recommend um, to someone at the six-figure mark trying to get to the seven-figure mark? What, what's a good book for you? Well, one book that I would suggest, in history, and, and it has to do with uh, business, but, it's, but it doesn't. Okay? <laughs> it's called The Power of Now. Oh, I love it. Yes, great book. Give us, give us one little now. nugget from that book. What did you get from that book? Power of Now. Realizing that uh, that um, our brains um, are always fiddling through through so much crap, okay. So what happens is, especially with us entrepreneurs, we're dealing. Um, I mean, I used to brag about the fact that I was literally dreaming about what what we were doing, what we were working on, or the project we had going on, or whatever. I literally dreamt about it, okay. Yeah. So that means I never stopped thinking about it. Yeah. Once you start, once you start putting into practice, do you need to let go of all the crap, be present? In yeah. the now, yeah. and then I, so I started. I started giving my brain a, a rest. I am. I am way better at making decisions. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you got to be here. Let me just pause for a half second for the listener. Not just the book recommendation, but what he just said to you is probably one of the keys that you have to unlock in yourself, and then therefore in your business in order to get to a larger scaled business. Call it a million bucks, call it 10 million, whatever. But you can't have a team, which is what's going to get you to seven figures. You can't make decisions. You can't hire. You can't get off the job site. You can't make all those decisions if 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 you're constantly chasing your tail, in essence, is what he's saying. So just wanted to add a couple extra pieces of value there for the listener because that is absolutely one of the keys. Next question here for you, Al. Do you intentionally network or mastermind with other entrepreneurs? Oh yes. Okay. Oh, tell yes. us. I'm tell awesome. us in what format. Like, what? Why? Why do you do that? I realized that throughout, throughout my entire um, uh, beginnings, I was it. 
I was it. There's no one else. And no one better than me. I'm better than than everybody else. And sure. yeah. uh, I, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of, of believing that someone else will do it. So I, I might as well do it myself. That's right. Once you learn that, nope, that's not it. That's not how it works. <laughs> then you start. Then you start uh, opening up to others, and then, then you start looking to, uh, to for yeah. for ways to collaborate and, and to and to and to create be- better, bigger, better things with others. Yeah. And now, and now I uh, now I got more things that I don't own. Uh, as a whole, but I, but I make money out of so that's right. I mean, even even this podcast, right? Like this is you and me collaborating. I think that it, it's going to value exactly. others. But I think you and I, I'm gonna, I'm going to walk away from this conversation a better entrepreneur, knowing that there's a guy out there named Al crushing it um, with these same tactics. And so that's great. As far as this is, this is kind of an extension question on this one. Do you have a line item in your business um, where you spend money on personal development? Uh, could be. Trainings, it could be conferences, it, maybe it's it's groups that you're a part of, anything like that for you or your team. No, oh, yeah, I do for myself and for my team. I love it, definitely. I i i do i i do invest money in in our growth, in my personal growth to begin with, so I can so I can be uh, an example to uh, to others, That's and right. um, and then to the ones that are that are um, that are willing, are the ones that are staying. Um, and uh, in some of them, I, I have been able to support them enough to where they actually went on and do and, and did it on their own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yes, it's a it's a must. So it's uh, reading books, which obviously you know, uh, reading a physical book has a has a different experience. Sure. And I highly encourage doing that every day. Yeah. Uh, but then again, but if you're walking, which also you need to at least do some walking every single day outside, no matter how the weather is. And listening to podcasts and, and audiobooks and things like that, it's, it's also great. Yeah. And then the, uh, the final part of the equation is definitely when I, 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 I had a lot of doubts about, uh, about coaching, business coaching and things like sure. that, but I, yeah. but I, but it's, it's worth it. Yeah. I th- I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I felt the same way two years ago. Um, but I feel like people at the six figure mark, I remember back when I was, and it's just like, Oh, I I hear Al saying that it's important to have these things, or even just read books, you know, which is such a small investment. But it, it, it's scary, you know, at those times to realize that the the impact of personal development, what it can actually bring to you. And then, of course, as you're saying, you bring in other folks, whether it's a business coach or other entrepreneurs that you're connecting with. All of those things take your mindset to a whole other level, which you just don't know what you don't know. And getting around other people mm-hmm. helps you know those things. So. I appreciate you sharing on that. Last question. I love this question. It's my favorite. This is why we end with it. Al, if you lost everything, the whole entire thing, what would you do? I will go at it, I'll go at it again. <laughs> <laughs> You're just crazy enough to do it again, huh? <laughs> oh, heck yeah. I got, no, I got no question about that. As a matter of fact, I see myself as that. Yeah. I don't see myself as, as having everything again. Yeah. I actually see myself as, okay, I... Uh, uh, you know, if you put it in in, in, uh, in any t- uh, in any co- any technical term you want to, okay, we really don't own everything we think we own anyway. That's right. You know, That's so right. you might as well be be ready for that. It's, it's not mine anyway. So yeah, uh, my mine is is the choices, the choices that I make every day. Those are mine. Okay, and those I have power of of uh, making it. those. But other than that, so good. Yeah, I have no problem going all over again. 
I see. I see. I just see you holding everything with an open hand. Um, I've talked about this with with clients for many years, but when you hold on to it tight, man, it just makes it so difficult to grow. But when you hold on to it with an open hand, your fear is that oh, what if I lose it all? What if I lose? Like I don't have a grip, right? But to your point, <laughs> it. I mean, once you know, it, it can come back just as freely as it came the first time. So. Um, thank you so much, Al, for your perspective, uh, your advice, your your story, the value that you've given here today. I think the the audience has gotten a ton here, but but just as a as a recap here, I'm hearing just that that your faith, family, your team, uh, a clarity of mind, peace in your mindset, uh, getting around other entrepreneurs, uh, investing in your team. Like, I mean, you're really doing the thing out there, and and um, and you're in an industry where so many other contractors, if you want to group everybody together, they can be doing what you're doing, whether it's commercial, residential, the real estate investing side, like there's room for growth, especially in today's market. And uh, this is how they're going to grow is by what you've shared. So thank you for being here. We so appreciate it. How can someone connect with you, Al? If they want to they hit your DM up or they want to get on your website or how can they find you? Well, I guess one quickest way I can just give you my, my email address if you like. Yeah, that'd be great. There. Yeah, uh, Yeah, spell it out for us. Al at alsconstruction.com. A-L at A-L-S construction.com. Doesn't get any easier. So if you want to connect with Al, hit his inbox up. And um, he's a he's a, he's a a king in the construction world. So dude, I so appreciate you coming here uh, today and, and uh, podcasting with me from your mobile podcast office. Um, man, you, you dropped some nuggets here today. And, and, and I can tell that you've been in the king stage for a minute and that... Um, that really you start, you're starting to care, no, not starting, but you care about others. And that's really what part of the King stage is, is that giving back. So thank you for giving back to us today. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for everything you do, brother. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Gathering the Kings. We hope you got a ton of value today and learned a thing or two about taking your business to seven figures and beyond. If you desire more and want a community around you to help you get there, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com. That's gatheringthekings.com. And I want you to apply for our next Becoming a King 90-Day Intensive. We are extremely exclusive by nature as a group. What that means is that we're really wanting only the entrepreneurs who take their business and targets super serious to apply. So if that's you, you think you got what it takes to level up your business, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com and apply. And we will see you on the other side.